DeAndre Aiden is the key for the Suns to beat the Denver Nuggets. He is the key. He is the key. I understand Chris Paul has been in playoff, um, excuse me, been in MVP consideration. All right. I understand the phenomenal season that Devin Booker has been having. Okay. I understand that. But let me tell you something. DeAndre Ayton is the key. In this series, the Suns are only going to go as far as DeAndre Ayton can take them. Let me explain something to you. All right. Now, don't get it twisted. I still have the Nuggets winning this series, but that's me. That was me saying that, okay, well, I don't think DeAndre Ayton can consistently force Joker, Jokic, to exert a lot of energy on defense consistently enough to win the best four, the best four out of a seven game series. Okay. But yesterday, man, that wow. I didn't I didn't I was expecting Aiden to get maybe 15 and 8, but Aiden got 20 and 10. And the thing about it with DeAndre Aiden, he was running the for, the floor. You know, we hear Shaquille O'Neal talk about this all the time, and I love it when Shaquille O'Neal goes into big man talk because listen, I love analytics, and I love the old school ways and stuff like that, but see a lot of things that that it's a lot of things that analytics does not cover and see analytics has never been meant to cover everything that's why I'm, i've never been a firm believer of you should you should totally 100 percent subscribe to analytics well yes but it can't all just be analytics because analytics does not count intimidation factor it does not count fatigue factor okay you have a physical you have an athletic big man an athletic skilled big man like deandre ayton Guess what? What's what is it? What is one of his advantages against Jokic? Guess what? Running up and down the floor. And guess what? While he's running up and down the floor, Jokic is he has to catch up with him. He has to catch up with him. And if you saw last night, Jokic, Jokic was gassed in the fourth quarter. You know why? Because DeAndre Ayton was making him play defense. Not saying Jokic doesn't play defense, but think about it against against Portland when he was going up against Jokic. Okay, well. The Blazers, their guards, they did not feed Yerkovic enough. Yerkovic is a is a good is a pretty good offensive player, pretty good player. He's no scrub, he's no slouch. I I thought Yerkovic could could have at least get got like I don't know maybe fifteen or sixteen and ten, but C.J. McCullough, Dame Dollar, they did not they didn't run any plays for him. They was focusing on themselves, which I understand they got a matchup that they should dominate. But see, if you're Portland, you was going up against a Denver Nuggets team without two of their best guards. So you was going to get your shot regardless. Okay, no matter what, you was going to get your shot. Now, the same rule applies for Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Okay, did Devin Booker and Chris Paul, did they have the best game that they're going to have in this series? No, but they both had good games. All right. And the thing about it is those two guys, they're going to be able to get their shot anytime they want. And then they're not going to have to exert a whole lot on defense because there's no Jamal Murray. Now, Morris is good. He's no scrub. He's a good player. Okay, but he's not going to win the matchup against Chris Paul. Austin Rivers is not going to win the matchup against Devin Booker. All right. But. The reason why I picked Denver in six because I'm like, well, Jokic, the combination of Jokic, Gordon, and June, and Michael Porter Jr. That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna set the difference right. That's gonna be the difference right there. Okay, um, but DeAndre Ayton, twenty and ten, 
if he can get at least 20 and 10 each game, because Jokic had 22 and 9, okay? If Aiden can get 22 and 10, all right, oh, man, that that's going to tip the scale in Phoenix corner. It is. It is. So, Suns, hey, Coach Monty Williams, keep doing what you're doing. Beat the ball to DeAndre Aiden. Aiden, young man, keep running the floor. Denver Nuggets, Jokic, hey, um, if I'm Denver, I'm not trying to get into uh, – I'm trying to slow the game down. And I understand the Suns, they have, like, the slowest pace in the league. I'm trying to slow it down. I'm, if I'm Denver, I'm bringing it back to the old school. Because an advantage that Jokic has over Aiden is that <sighs> Jokic's size, his size, his passing ability, okay, nice touch around the rim, his outside shooting. And guess what? As good as Jokic's outside shooting is, let me tell you something. He needs to be in the post. Use your size. Use your size, okay? Draw double, force the double teams. I feel like if you're Jokic, he has real he has brilliant footwork in up underneath the basket. If you're Jokic, okay, all right. DeAndre Aiden schooled me. He schooled me. Okay, it's time for me to show them why I've won. I won the MVP. Jokic won the MVP today. If you didn't know, so it's time to show that. Because I'm pretty sure Chris Paul is going to be telling Aiden, "Hey man, you know Jokic beat me out for um, MVP." I want you to tear him up. And I'm pretty sure Chris Paul and Devin Booker, they're going to keep feeding Aiden. Especially if he keeps running up and down the floor like that. Seven foot six wingspan, that's hard to peak, to compete against people. But if I'm Jokic, hey man, give me the rock. Let me post him up. Let me get him in foul trouble. You're not going to get him in foul trouble shoot, shooting three-pointers. Because see, the thing about with three-pointers when you shoot them, a lot of time, times when you missed, miss, the ball tends to float around by the free throw line. And you know who's always over there? Chris Paul getting that rebound. Okay? Pushing the ball up court. All right? Aiden, Aiden he can outrun um, Jokic. But if Jokic, hey, man, you, you're going to have to play old man ball with him. You're going to have to play old man ball like old buddy on um, <laughs> um along came Polly, right? When um he was back in Adam Sandler. Not Adam Sandler. Um, oh, man, what's my guy name? Zoolander. Um. Man, I feel totally bad. What, what's what's Zoolander's real name? Man, I forgot. But anyways, he was backing him down. Uh, uh, uh. Using that body, that sweat, just backing it down. And nobody likes to guard the big person, the big sweaty guy that's going in the post. Nobody likes to guard that guy. And see, that's what analytics don't tell you. Because see, when you're guarding that guy, guess what? His You don't want his sweat all on you. You don't want that. And guess what? You know, you... you you're going to end up following him because he's going to come in, boom, hit you with a pump fake. You go up in the air. He goes up under you. You, you follow him. Next thing you know, you're out the game. So what the Denver Nuggets, they're going to have to do, they're going to have to figure out a way to get DeAndre Aiden in foul trouble. That means Jokic, yeah, he's going to have to get the ball. He's going to have to receive the ball closer to the basket so that way he can back him down. Now, I understand the Suns, they're going to double that. But if he gets doubled, kick it out to the open guy. All right? But if he doesn't, get doubled what he can do is he can hurry up and make his move before the double team gets to him okay but i do think that deandre aiden is the key because if deandre aiden continues to average 20 and 10 the suns they're going to end up they might end up winning this series in five games seriously the suns can win this series in five games if deandre aiden continues to play the way he's playing because once again 
Chris Paul and Devin Booker, they're going to get their shots whenever they want. All right. But you tell me. All right. If you're watching the podcast here on the YouTube channel, comment below. Share your thoughts. Do you do you think that DeAndre Aiden is the key in this series against the Denver Nuggets? If he averaged 20 and 10, does that increase the chances of the Suns winning this series and causing Jokic to exert energy on defense? Okay. Giannis must show the world why he is the Greek freak. He must dominate the paint. Let me say this again. He must dominate. He must be dominant. Don't be aggressive. Be dominant. Dominant. That's what Caesar Milan, the aka the dog whisperer, says. Don't be aggressive. This is not being this is not me being aggressive. This is me being dominant. And he said it so smoothly. This is not me being aggressive. I'm being dominant. I'm letting the dog know that I don't care that his or her presence is even there. This is not be me being aggressive. I'm being dominant. We're not going to move until I say we move. We're not going to walk until I say we walk. That's what Giannis needs to do. That's the only way for the Bucks to even win a game against the Brooklyn Nets. Seriously. He is going to have to be dominant. Do I believe that he has it in him? I think he does. I think he does. Listen, it's not a series until somebody, until the road team gets a victory on the home team's court. Brooklyn, they did what they needed to do. Okay. Um, and they did it very convincingly without James Harden. But I think these two road games is going to show why they're going to need Harden. Milwaukee can easily even this up. But in order to do that, Giannis is going to have to be dominant in the paint. Every rebound, he's going to have to be snagging that. Every shot coming in, he has to contest it. They are going. They are, they need to feel your presence. Okay, you're going to have to be. You're going to have to get that ball, and you're going to have to just go ballistic. I'm talking. You're going to have to go, Hakeem the Dream Elijah one. Like he did against the San Antonio Spurs in the 1995 Western Conference Finals. You're, you, you're going to have to go like dominating mode like the way Shaq just dunked all over Chris Dudley. You're going to have to do that. You're going to have to do that. Blake Griffin is eating too much in the paint. Kevin Durant is eating too much in the paint. Okay. You are going to have to dominate so much on the offensive side of the ball that they will have to double team you. And you keep dominating them until they double team you. Heck, you keep doing it until they triple team you. You're going to have to make your presence felt. The only the difference between Giannis and Kevin Durant as far as physical size is that they're both about the same height. But Giannis, you can tell Giannis hit the weights more. Hey, man, show why you hit those weights. I don't like Giannis shooting threes. I don't. Unless you can shoot like Kevin Durant. And a lot of times I don't like Kevin Durant shooting threes. But. Here's the thing, like Giannis, Porzingis, these bigs, they shooting Embiid, they shooting threes. Go, go dominate the paint. Dominate the paint. It's cute to be able to shoot the three. That That's cool. That's fine. Yeah, you know, but I don't need you shooting the three all the time because when you're doing that, you're letting, you are letting the defender off the hook. Defender's like, oh, okay, I don't got to worry about fouling. Shoot that three. You about 30% you about thirty from the three-point line. Whatever. That's better than you coming in the paint, 
drawing double teams and kicking it out and kicking the ball open to a 45% three-point shooter. I'd rather you shoot it. Yeah, please shoot it. Um, you're the team's best rebounder. I'd rather you out there at the three-point line so when you miss the three-pointer, that increased the chances of my team getting the rebound. All right? But Giannis, he is going to have to just dominate on the offensive side of the ball. He is going to have to dominate, seriously. I mean, I... You know, what I noticed... What's a um? What's what I'm looking for? This is something that I don't think a lot of coaches in the NBA or probably in other uh, basketball levels even really work on that much. It's the entry pass to the post. You know that was one of the brilliant things about Robadori. It's something so fundamental as an entry pass to the post, and not just any pass, but a pass where your big man can catch it and he can go to work. You know, that's part of the reason why he works, Robert Ory works so well with Akeem the Dream Olajuwon or with Shaquille O'Neal or with Tim Duncan, okay? The common denominator is he worked with three three Hall of Fame bigs, and guess what? Those bigs appreciated Robert Ory because Robert Ory knows how to give them the ball. You got some people, they, they, give them, they give you the ball, and then here's the thing. If you're a big and, and you have your defender, you have them sealed off, you have some people... They pass the ball, but in order for you to receive the ball, okay, you got to get out of the position that you was in. See, Robert Ory, he knew how to feed. the. He had that good, real good post-entry pass where he feeds it to you, and all you got to do is catch it, and you go straight up. Or you can hit your defender with a pump fake and go up under him. Turn around and shoot it. A lot of, But see, now you got players, they make that post-entry pass, all right, well, I already have the little guy sealed, so now I got to step out. And now it's hard for me to regain my position because I allowed my defender to recover, letting him off the hook. Giannis, you must dominate. I don't know who else on that team who knows how to make post-entry pass. You need to dominate. Brooke Lopez, I saw in game one, at a few times they had him posting up and banging down low. Y'all need to keep doing that. Bucks, y'all need to keep doing that. Y'all... You know, the good Lord made you seven feet for, for a reason. He didn't make you seven feet to be shooting three-pointers, all right? You know, and that's the thing. If he gets down and dominate in the paint, oh, man, his intimidation level is going to increase. It's going to increase, all right? Kevin Durant is not going to want to bang down low with him. He will try, but no, he's not going to want any of that action. You know, so... I, I expect better from the Bucks. I mean, I have the Nets winning this series, but I said Nets in six, not in four, especially without James Harden. Come on now. But, yeah, Giannis, you need to dominate. Be dominant. All right? Be dominant, Giannis. Pretty soon, NBA players, they're going to just stop talking to Jay Williams. Like, for real. Like Jay Williams said, he was at a holiday party or a cocktail party or whatever. And he said, Kevin Durant said, came up to him and said, man, yo, you need to stop comparing me to Giannis. Stop comparing me to the Greek freak. We're not on the same level. Put some respect on my name, Jay Williams. Out of Duke, who works at ESPN. Okay. Hey, man, stop that. That's what he said. That's pretty much what he said Kevin Durant told him. And Kevin Durant, 
I guess word got back to him, or maybe Kevin Durant was trolling or whatever. He was lurking and hunting for somebody to say something bad about him. And KD said, oh, gotcha. Found someone. Just another victim right here. Say, man, I never said that to you. I don't know you like that, bro. I don't even hang out with you. I never told you that. So who do you trust? Who do you believe? Do you believe Kevin Durant? Do you believe Jay Williams? I'm going to tell you something. It doesn't matter who you believe in this situation. If you believe Kevin Durant, Jay Williams is wrong. If you believe Jay Williams, guess what? Jay Williams is wrong. All right. Like. Whatever happened to a man or a woman, boy or girl, whatever, cat, dog, whatever it is you are, where you could just be at a party where you're just shooting the breeze. Where you're just talking, you know, you're just talking, man. And then somebody use what you say and says, OK, I'm going to use this for to generate ratings and prop this up like I could see if. The day after that happened, Kevin Durant said that and Jay Williams came on air and said it. OK, I still think, hey, man, you know what, dude, like that's weak, man. Keep that conversation to yourself. Or how about you touch base with him and say, hey, man, is it OK if I ask you this or, hey, man, can I interview you and we talk about this, you know? But then it's like, OK, you know, you sat on this for a couple years and, and like I could see and the thing about it is I'm not a big fan of front running never have never will be and I could see if Jay Williams said this before the series and said this is what Kevin Durant said right here and stuff but no you wait until after Kevin Durant is uh -uh, out there out there shaking and baking Giannis like three or four times on one possession and scoring all over him and Giannis has what 17 18 points his lowest playoff point total in a while and now you say that so you just pile it on and but you're trying to prop yourself up I mean you're Jay Williams man but hey Kevin Durant says you're not telling the truth you can't prove Kevin Durant otherwise I haven't heard Jay Williams say KD yeah you told me that or well I overheard you say that or whatever, because it's quite possible. Maybe maybe KD told it to somebody else and Jay Williams was happened to be there. Well, no, because Jay Williams gave the whole scenario. He walked up to him. He said, Jay, what's wrong with you? Jay like, what? What you talking about? He said, well, man, you talking about you comparing me to Giannis. Yeah, man, I was just talking about like physical aspects, certain parts of the game. You know, his game is, is you know, your game and Anthony Davis game. That's what Giannis game rolled up in one. And KD is like, no. And here's the thing. That's a bad assessment. No, there's nothing about Giannis game that is similar to Kevin Durant's game. There's nothing about Giannis game that is similar to AD's game. Nothing. Number one, AD can handle the rock pretty good. Well, KD can handle the ball is a great ball handler. He could pull up from 30. AD and um, I mean, AD can catch the ball and hit a set shot. Yeah. But he's not coming down, crossing people over, and gosh. None of those two players do that. Only Kevin Durant. So, why? I mean, come on, man. That's not even a good analogy in my mind. But outside of that part, I mean, he's more than welcome to do his analogy. But Kevin Durant said he's not having any of that, bro. Like, come on, man. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. And the thing about it is, how do we hold the media accountable for stuff like this? You know? But... I guess what, you know, it's one of those things, I guess if you're Jay Williams, he could have easily said, I have sources 
who said this. And I still think KD would have responded the same way, but Jay Williams, he could always hide behind the source. So what I do appreciate about with Jay Williams in that, hey, it seems Jay Williams, it seems like he believes that KD said that to him. He believes that's his truth. That's what he choose to believe. I say choose to believe because if you ever seen the movie um, Prometheus, all right, it's a prequel, one of the prequels to the Alien franchise, and the young lady on there, you know, people was like, it was some, something that she she was believing as far as the origins of where humanity came from and the aliens, she feel like they, t and the xenomorphs, she feel like they're tied together, and people was like, man, that's ridiculous, like, you got no proof of that, so why are you believing that? She says, I believe it because that's what I choose to believe. So there was really no sound logic to it. It just is something that she chooses to believe. So if Jay Williams chooses to believe that that's what Kevin Durant told him, well then, okay. I mean, I can't prove him wrong. Only KD can prove. Only KD can vouch for that, you know. And but the thing about it is this though. Oh, I lost track of my mind when I just said that. The thing about it with this though, at least he didn't say he didn't hide behind sources. Because if he would have said sources, KD can be like, your sources are wrong, bro. Stop making stuff up. And then Jay Will, Jay Will can just say, hey, man, my bad, KD. The, that's what my sources said or whatever. Because that's what most of the national media people do. But I, I'm not going to knock Jay Williams for he put himself out there like that. All right. He said KD told me. And you had to know. And here's the thing. Maybe it could be some truth to it because, listen, everybody know. Everybody and their mama and daddy, every mama, daddy, everybody knows sister, brother, cousin, uncle, grandma, grandpa. Everybody knows that you got to watch what you say about KD because KD will respond back to you. You saw what he did with Michael Rappaport, which I had no problem. It's like Michael Rappaport talks a lot of stuff. KD talked a lot of stuff back to him. Okay. Sometimes certain energy you put out, you are going to receive. You cannot expect people to just accept you talking bad about their name. Okay? In the word of the great Marlo Stansfield, if you ever watched The Wire, that's my name. He said my name. She said my name. That's my name. Forget the money. Forget all that stuff. That's my name, man. Your name means a lot. It's... it's I will never be I will never get mad at somebody for defending their name because I'm going to defend my name. And I expect you, 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 you down there, you down there, you down there, you down there to defend your name and defend the names of those that you care about. But um, Kevin Durant wasn't having it. So I don't know. This will be a good 30 for 30. Maybe years from now, we'll see a like a last dance with Kevin Durant or something like that. And then we may find out and be like, yeah, I told him that, you know. Or, yeah, or Jay will be like, yeah, he never told me that. I made it up. You know, people make stuff up, okay? And a lot of people feel like, and I'm not going to lie, I get the sense that, you know, a lot of people was like, you know, KD always in drama. It seems like, you know, he, he just mad just to be mad. And I'm like, well, wasn't Michael Jordan that way? Wasn't Michael Jordan that way? All the drama he loves, basking in the ambiance of that drama, he will create up fake scenarios to, you know, to hype him up, to motivate him. Y'all remember when Shaquille O'Neal made up that story that David Robinson never signed his autograph when he was a teenager in San Antonio? And he said that's why he, he goes extra hard against David Robinson. Come to find out that that story was never true. But he made that story up in his head to pretty much get him out of the, 
Well, I don't know exactly why he made it up, but I'm assuming, this is me assuming, so that means I can be right or wrong. Most likely, I'm probably wrong, but I'm just trying to channel, see what Shaq was thinking on this perspective. Maybe he was thinking, you know what, I'm not, I'm such a fan of his, but it's like, I can't play my best game against him if I'm being a fan, if I'm so geeked out as being a fan. So what can I say to my, what can make me hate him and be mad at him? You know what? If I was a 13-year-old kid and he did not sign my autograph. And I think David Robinson really did sign his autograph when Shaq was 13. But if Shaq, if David did not sign his autograph, they would have upset him. And that's when he, he's like, okay, I'm in my mode. Boom. You know what? I mean, actors and actresses do this all the time. They do certain things. They think of certain scenarios to make themselves cry if crying is needed in the scene or to make themselves happy. You know, imagine you won the lottery. Give that smile. Give that smile, you know, or imagine that something happened to your dog, something bad. You know, you, you got to do that. So that doesn't mean you want it to happen. It doesn't mean that it actually happened. Imagination. So somebody's using their imagination. It's either Jay Williams or Kevin Durant. But either way it go, Jay will, you was wrong because the public did not need to know that. But if he got a lot of clicks a lot of traction on it for ESPN. Guess what? That's the game. It's all in the game. Right? As the great Omar said on um on the wire. It's all in the game. Yeah, I I'm a fan of the wire. Alright. Well the first first three seasons I am. Alright, but it's all in the game. Alright. But tell me, what you think? Do you think Jay Will was wrong for releasing that information if it's true or even if it's false do you think kd was wrong for calling jay will out for being wrong on that share your thoughts tell me what you think do you agree with me do you disagree whether or not if you agree or disagree please comment below share your thoughts i want to hear from you hit that like button and hit that subscribe button student of the game podcast peace